When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Gonna throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. This is amazing. Like, we won the Super Bowl. Like, you just like a little kid winning a prize at the fair. Five years of an NFL career. What more is there to say about this guy? He's seen the greats. He strives to be the greatest. Patrick Mahomes has put himself in the conversation for best of all time. Toughest son of a gun you ever met, man. That Texas gunslinger ain't gonna let nothing get in the way. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN. And we dedicate this song to the great Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm dedicating it to Nick Sirianni, actually. Big Whitney Houston fan, apparently. Loves her. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. They, they couldn't shut up about it in the pregame. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I saw the pregame went on at 1 o'clock yesterday. Pregame? They had a... I mean, the NFL Network did a pregame for whew, eight hours. Well, the NFL Network, that's what that's what they do, though, right? Yeah, okay, but, I mean, they had the same... Eight hours. What, what could you At one point, Rich Eisen was like... At one point, Rich hours. Eisen was like, okay, we're halfway through. This is the first four. Only so they were halfway left. through, and they were at, like, 2 o'clock? Four hours left. Oh, my God. That's a lot. That's a lot of pregame. But I saw Fox went on at one o'clock for their pregame. It's a big deal, man. It's a celebration. Yeah, great. Anyhow, so Nick Sirianni, huge Whitney Houston fan, huh? Huge Whitney Houston. When he fan. listens to Whitney, does he does he weep? Apparently, he does. Just like he did in the anthem. There. So he's a, he's a big crier. Is what we're finding out. You can cry on cue. Let's go Six. to the uh, group chat now. Nick Sirianni has something to cry about. <laughs> Bleep him and his overrated defense. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this now. That, and that was me, and I'll, I'll own it. What was I wrong with? Nothing. I mean, pregame Cheap. show, the guy's weep, weeping like he lost a loved one. And then, I mean, listen, that's that, come on. He knew where the cameras were. He's crying appropriately. He's, he's playing, pandering, the whole thing. And then after the game, his defense sucked in that second half. They're terrible. Uh, defense got exposed in the second half. That's right. This guy talks a huge game. This guy is pointing in your face and has a lot to say. I'm sorry. Now it's coming back to, to haunt them a little bit. Because in the biggest moments, his team was not very good. Yeah, that stuff is fun when you win in. It's great. Celebrated when you win in. Not so much when you lose. And people pile on. When you act that way, and now all of a sudden you get humbled and you lose... People That's can't right. wait to jump on. That's right. When you're up 27 nothing on a team and you're you know messing around and I'm going to go for two and cursing at the camera and I know what the bleep I'm doing and you know you're you're the guy that's you know taunting the Chiefs and sending their defense back to where the the line of scrimmage was before that Devontae Smith play. Like it's easy to be that guy when your team is winning. 
And now they're not. People are going to remember that and take shots at you. Right. Listen, he's a good coach. I think so. He's a really good coach. He's done a great job with this team. He's done a great job with, with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was awesome yesterday. Jalen Hurts was awesome all season. He had a tremendous jump under Nick Sirianni. Tremendous jump. Let's not overlook that. So is this team. And Howie, Howie Raceman's done a great job like, collecting Ro- it's talent. Ro- why call him Raceman? Roseman. Yeah. Um, done a terrific job, terrific job accumulating the talent. But, I mean, when push came to shove in the second half, and maybe because of you know, halftime, which you didn't want to watch, you decided to go take a shower, was a little bit longer, so it gave more time to work on you know, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes' ankle. And you know Andy Reid and the coaching staff had more of a time, you know, more time to to work on some adjustments. They came out in the second half after watching after watching Patrick Mahomes react the way he reacted when Edwards tackled him low. It looked like it was bad, and they came out first possession of that second half and marched straight down the field and scored a touchdown. Did, I think I heard this, and and if you didn't hear it, Rick, maybe one of the other guys did. I think when they they cut to like Aaron Andrews and she starts giving her, you know, he, she says uh, Andy Reid doesn't speak. Um, when they're losing at halftime, whatever, whatever. And then she goes on to say, and I did speak to Nick Sirianni, and they said they have a plan in place <laughs> if they thought... Uh, if Henny was going to play. If, if Yeah, but no, but they said that we have a plan in place that Patrick Mahomes, we think, gets banged up. Uh, I think they said for both. If Henny has to play or if Mahomes is banged up. But what, does that, really... what does that mean? They, they change their game plan? Um, I think it may be limits. Like they have a bit, like they understand maybe, maybe, that... Maybe you blitz more? Well, what he can and can't do. Like, how are you going to... Yeah, I thought it was just a, an interesting phrase to use. Well, I thought what Andy Reid said after the game, too, was important, is that he came to Mahomes during the during the halftime and said, you know, tell me what you can't do. And he said, I can do everything. Which he allowed great. him to go out Listen, there. Listen, if you didn't know, and I, and I give him a lot of credit. I mean, he's a, he's a absolute warrior. If you didn't know that he got banged up at the end of that first half, you'd have no idea. Uh, he, he was better in the second half than he was in the first half. He had an uh, he had a near perfect QBR in the second half. He was he was scrambling more, and he had that great run on the first drive, which got them down to the five. And right. then the the big drive of the game, the final drive of the game, he scrambled up the up the middle for like twenty five yards. You didn't know that there was something wrong with him. Yeah. So in the second half of the game, so QBR, which I like the stat, it's a good stat, is one to a hundred. His QBR in the second half was ninety nine point four, and they rushed for over a hundo. Yeah. And he, he was a big part of that, and Pacheco was, and McKinnon was, and they completely dominated that second half. You know, there was that one drive, the one drive from Philadelphia, where they got the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Other than that, that half was entirely pro-Kansas City. Yeah, my Kansas City had the ball four times. They scored all four times. They could have scored another touchdown. They settled to, you know, they ran the clock out and kicked the, kicked the field goal. But, I mean, the way the first half looked, in all honesty, and I was sweating bullets because I'm like, oh, no, this can't I was, happen. So I, was, I, I had... I had ex- I was going to go off on the officials. I I had like it would have been it would have been a bad show today. I'm I'm being like I would have been bad. Um, I think the show would have been bad. It's just it's good for us that the Eagles did not win that game. It's great for us, absolutely great for us. But you had the, I mean that was a huge fumble, the scoop and score because that kept that I mean that kept it at, you know within striking range because that right. had a chance the first half had a chance to get away from the the Chiefs. It, it was right there on the verge of getting away, though, right? I mean, it was t- a 10-point lead at halftime is a considerable lead. Uh, of course it is. There's only been one th- I mean, there's only been one team that's lost when when having a double-digit lead going into halftime. And, and that you was said the that was what? That Falcons. was the, the Patriots-Falcons game. Right. So, well, good, good on them. But just think about that. They gave the ball back. Like, okay, if he doesn't fumble that, there's a, there's a chance they're going to at the very least get a field goal, but they were just marching down the field the whole half. 
they get the ball back at the end of the half and they go kick a field goal. So now it's 24-14. And you're like, oh, I mean, they had the ball for 22 minutes in the first half. It was teetering. That first drive in the second half for Kansas City was humongous. so big. It was humongous. was so big. And, and I, listen, I really thought, and it didn't feel like there was a lot of real conversation about it. I thought that was a fumble from Miles Sanders. I did, too. We talked about that earlier. I know the listen, I don't know what, if anyone knows what a catch is. Nobody knows. And I know, yeah, once you catch it, have two feet down, you're supposed to, in order to complete it, at least make a football move. And it happened so fast. But, that, I mean, he caught the ball. The ball was caught. The, bo- the ball was caught. But I, I guess even Mike Pereira was saying that he's got to, like, turn up field or something to make it officially a catch. Yeah, you got to make a, you're supposed to have time to make a football move. But he caught it, and he got two feet down, and he was turning up field. Like, I don't know. To me, that's that's a catch. I I totally agree with you. It was bang bang. It was a great hit. Here's what I've come to understand. I don't understand. Like I, the 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 Goddard one to me is not a catch. Like I I didn't think it was a catch either. I don't really understand what a catch is and what is not. And you know what? The the make matters even worse. I don't think the officials know what a catch is and what's not a catch. I think there's some. I think there's a little bit of gray area there. But I think I mean what they said with the Goddard one was that when he finally took full control of the ball, his toe was still. On the ground. All right. Well, I guess that's that's their mindset. Um, a big thing, and this is going to be a big conversation. We haven't spent a ton of time on it, but I, I see people all over the place so horrified by the, the holding call on James Bradbury. How could you call that in that moment? I'm sorry. Here's the thing. I thought it was a hold. You thought it was a hold. We both thought it should have been a penalty. I don't know how the conversation continues when the guy who was the culprit who did the holding comes out and says... I held them. They caught me. It should have been a penalty. Like how, I don't understand how anybody could take the other side to that if you get that from Bradbury. Well, I don't think there's a question of whether or not it's a penalty. It's whether or not the referee was going to call the penalty because of of the time of the game and how how important the play was. That was but it. It's a, but it's a holding. Right, but it's a penalty. Like even I think what Greg Olson was saying was it's a penalty, but he was surprised like he would if he was a referee, he wouldn't want to make that call. I don't think the referee wanted to make that call. Because he realized how important it was. But it's a penalty. And the fact that Patrick Mahomes threw the ball to that side. And I listen, was the ball catchable? I don't know. But if had, had he not been held twice, maybe he gets to it. I don't know. But it's a holding. It's a holding penalty. I, I thought so. But I'm telling I, I promise you, and I think we've done a really good job of not making that the focus of the show today. You, you listen to sports radio throughout the day. I promise you it's going to be a theme of shows. Right. Oh, can you imagine? can you imagine Philly right now? I, I got into so I didn't see a lot of the post game or like the immediate post game because I had to go. Ben was at a friend's house, so I had to get into the car. I get into the car. I have ESPN radio on. The only thing they're talking about: how could they make that call in that spot? Like you could tell, it, it's going to be a huge talking point today in sports talk radio. Right. And what I would say to all those people is, is that if I was the referee, I wouldn't want to make the call, but it's a holding call, and the rules can't change. Doesn't matter what you know, what time or situation of of the game it is. And I would also say. Hey, no, maybe stop the Chiefs once or twice in the second half. They could maybe not have the same exact play beat you on opposite sides of the field for touchdowns. How about the that? O- the only uh, that's amazing, right? They ran it once to Tony and once to Sky Moore. The only reason, the only reason they didn't score four touchdowns on four drives is because they didn't want to. It's because Jerick McKinnon. Well, they were going to give him the touchdown he, anyway. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I barely, will I, barely I, slid down. I was getting so. I was like, "Where's he going? What's he doing? What's he stop?" Now you could tell he when he when he finally stopped and his he foot wanted was just that at touchdown the, so no, but bad. his foot was just the goal and he's like, oh, I almost screwed this up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Here's my question for you. I said this to Santiago pre-show, and he's like, you really think so? Um, do you think they score extra point 
Eagles come down score that they go for two? I think Sirianni goes for two. I think in that moment, I, I would say, I mean, your quarterback, he's already at that point had three rushing touchdowns and the two-point conversion to tie the game up initially, and your defense hasn't stopped them at all. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I would go for two. Could you imagine if a Super Bowl came down to a two-point conversion? Well, but that's why we had the caller go. Why wouldn't the, why wouldn't the Chiefs go for two to put themselves up nine? Because I'd not, I would not put it past Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni to go for two. I could that's not what he agree believes. with you more. He... he it's who he and, is. And it works out for him often. He is, in my mind, he's almost too aggressive. Listen, and it's work, though, man. I mean, it's a luxury. I told you that until earlier in the show. Doesn't. Until it doesn't. Well, right, until it doesn't. And, like, it's, it's, you know, everyone can cheer his his bombastic attitude, mean mugging and everything else until they lose, and then it's it drives you crazy. But they've been a really good team. I mean, they had a, hell, they had a 10-point lead going into halftime, real chance to win a Super Bowl. It didn't work out, but like this team on third and one, third and two, fourth and one, like it's they're unstoppable. It's amazing. Yeah. So in the entirety of the season, what did the guy have? Like nineteen touchdowns on the ground. Uh he had what fifteen going into the get fifteen right going into the game. Oh, oh, three I thought last it was sixteen. Night. So it's, so it's fifteen. Well, it could be. And, and then another three. I had three last night. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's, yeah, that's dude. I'm telling you, look at their numbers last night, man. I mean, Jalen Hurts over three hundred yards passing. A touchdown, which was an awesome throw to A.J. Brown. 70 yards rushing, three rushing touchdowns. Devontae Smith goes for a hundo. A.J. Brown goes six catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. He threw an absolute, oh, he threw a beautiful ball to Quez Watkins that had to go through his hands. Oh, down at the five. Thank God it went through his hands. Right. And then you had the Devontae Smith one that he they thought was a catch initially that got overturned, but that was a good throw. You know, the thing is, he ran the ball tremendously effectively. They did not as a team. Like, no, no, but he that was, was the th- only one who could run the ball. But that was the thing, though, too, in the second half, when you look at it. So Hurts in the first half had 11 carries for 63 yards and the two touchdowns. Second half, he only had four carries for seven yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big drop. Like they off. only, like, Eagles only ran the ball 10 times in the second half. The Eagles were not very good in the second half. No, I understand that. But, I mean, what, that was one of the things that you pointed to was the. No, the thing that made their team so hard to defend. Was that they were so multidimensional. Right. It kind of went away in the second half. Uh, This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast, huge, enormous locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Here's what we do. I think we take one or two calls, and then we get to a little stuff you miss. Let's go to Israel and bring in Yov. Good morning, Yov. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. How about them Eagles? <laughs> yeah, how about them Eagles, Yov? Yeah, yeah. And I got to be honest with you guys. When I was a little bit younger, I was a soccer referee. So I understand the mentality of being a referee. And I was always taught, like, look at the game and don't look on the clock. Look if it's a night, if it's in the second, it's in the last minute of the of the game. Like don't, it, it doesn't matter for you as a referee. You need to make the call. And if it was a, if, if if it was an holding, it was an holding. And I don't care. That was was this decisive call in the Super Bowl. So quit quit crying about it, Eagles and take the L. Just take the L. Take the L. Hello. I love Yov's emotion. I love it. Uh, how, how about you? Yov, Yov is like a twenty-year-old man who's living on his who's living on his own, 
has has a girlfriend and and was a soccer referee in his younger days right like like this guy's accomplished more in 20 years than I have in 50 yeah i don't even think it's close that's not nice you should defend me oh, what how can i defend it i'm just I'm, I'm speaking facts right now i mean if we wanted to add all the way up to 50 now i mean you got a highly successful radio show now right right you're a i mean a pretty good rec basketball coach R- real good right terrific husband right great dad yeah so right. I got a lot of positive things, but I never refereed soccer. I can't see you running up and down a soccer field. Let's let's call it what it is. Uh, yeah, I no, I would. I umpired a game once and may or may not have told the person that uh, one of the runners missed second base and told them to challenge and then called the runner. You out. can't do that. All uh, right, and that was it. <laughs> do you think I'm a novice, a newbie? I know <laughs> soccer. So so you you told them to challenge and then you were the guy that was like, <laughs> it was my former team. Second, yeah, it was my former team, and I noticed that the person missed second base, so I whispered to the shortstop, "I'm like, hey, I think the runner missed second. You should challenge." So you said <laughs> he missed second. You should challenge, yes. and then and then they challenged, and then you were like, "He's out." I Enrico Palazzo. Now. Oh, like, yeah. you, you really are a little bit evil. All right, RJ, <laughs> I'm sorry. We haven't given you a lot of time for S Y M. No. See ya. The shit you missed. And it's brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Whoa. Yeah, things are happening. What happened to Jack Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang on a second. It's got a, another a- spicy sponsor? What did you say, Rick? What happened to Jack and Pockets? What happened? <laughs> that was lo- that's on loan today to uh, around the league. Okay, you can loan out Jack Pocket? I didn't know you can loan to other segments. It's, it's, We're very flexible here. Yeah, it's like European soccer. We're like Nadia Komenich. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we, why can't we just have more sponsors? That's a good point. Talk to sales. Show, damn talk it. to sales. Make it happen. Uh, I spoke to sales on Friday. Talk to them again. All of them. Did you? You, yeah, dressed, I, you dressed them all. I dressed every single one of them. Uh, you guys have been talking about it. Super Bowl in hand for the Chiefs. Uh, one of the moves... Brett Veach, GM of the Chiefs, made was to bring in one Kadarius Tony, who we have not heard from yet. Right now, I'm just grateful, man. You know, just thankful for the organization, man, for really accepting me and letting me be the player I could be. So that's a nice way to say this from Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know what the Giants was doing with KT, but, bro, he's a dog. And Veach and Andy Reid, bro, they know how to pick and choose who, who to go get and fit for this puzzle of this team. I'm sorry. Did, did it almost pisses me off a little bit? Did Tony go for like nine for one thirty? Did I did no. I miss like he caught one pass for four yards and had a terrific punt return? Right, it was terrific though. It's great. It was a terrible punt. Longest yeah, awful it was punt. Terrible. Oh, what awful, awful punt. punt. I felt he kind of gave up at the end of it though. He could have tried to get a couple more yards. Who Tony? Yeah, he got to the five. Yeah, but, but he, he, he like stopped. How was that your takeaway from the punt? <laughs> it was a great, it was a great <laughs> return. Really? Don't get me wrong, but like at the end, it was like oh. sixty-five yards, Raymond. It, I wanted, an, I wanted him to try terrible as, punt. I wanted him to try as hard as he could for the end zone, and I feel like you he don't didn't. think he was trying to get in. He was trying, but I think he could have tried harder. The, you he barely tries to play in games. This I mean, is what fair. Are, this, this is, is fair. a John Winthrop take. Winthrop's got the worst takes. The worst takes ever. I'll tell you, it kind of pisses me off though that he acted the way he acted with the Giants, and then. Gets a Super Bowl out of it. And it worked out for him. Yep. It did work out for him. Uh, and he is a talented player. But I still think the Giants did the right thing. Mm. Uh, I don't think he here. get this level. I mean, if he doesn't want to be there and he's going to be disruptive or not play, then I mean, what are you going to do? Keep him he didn't want to be here. And True. he was immature and he, he was always injured. Always. Uh, Andy Reid says he's coming back. Turned 65 in March. Not a problem. Second Super Bowl with the Chiefs. But Chad Honey is not calling it a career at 
37, which you, you might kind of shrug that off and say, oh, who cares, backup quarterback. He has played that that Browns game, that drive uh, against, who was it, Jacksonville? Jacksonville he's had some a big, big drive. He's had some big moments. What's he doing? He Why is he retiring? retiring? He's got the best job in sports. 37. Who cares? He's done. How much did he make this year? Santiago, see how much he made this year. Uh, so, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, Eric Bieniemy, you guys touched on, I believe, to be the commander's top, top choice for their OC job. Uh, he's in the mix for the Baltimore Ravens for that same position as well. I, I guess he's gotten some feedback. Uh, Bieniemy, people close to him have said, maybe you just need to separate yourself from, from Andy Reid. You're never going to get the credit. Chad Henney, $2 million this year, by the way. Nice. Oh, what a bargain that, that is. That is nice, yeah. Longest yeah, say listen, maybe he's doing it. Maybe I'll stay. Listen, I'm gonna retire, but I can stay, I'll be here for five. How's five million? Longest touchdown postseason drive in Chiefs history. Uh they're not happy in Philadelphia, as you you might imagine. That's a shame. This from NBC Sports Philly. This is a real broadcast from a real man that came unhinged. And then to get to a third and eight on the fifteen yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepherd's team with a call. I mean utter complete is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways. And you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl. And that should never happen. That, that's a man. Oh, the tears of was that a host? Sadness. Yeah, so yeah, I think. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> I think that's Michael Barkhand. That's a man. That's in, correct. And like, like a the full, host? A suit and yes, tie. That is no, no, he's like He's like part of a panel of five. Just yeah. like he went crazy. He used to do, like, for USA Network, the tennis coverage. He was so mild-mannered. He'd be like, I'm Michael Barkhand down to the side Roger Federer. And now he's gone crazy. That was live coverage on NBC Sports Philly after the game. Yep. Love it. Uh, How did they beautiful. get the bleeps in there so fast? <laughs> they, they, did no, the they, they, they didn't. Oh, they, no, he, he was cursing. They, yeah, they, they did not get the bleeps in there. They went <laughs> cursed on live television? Yes. Oh, oh twice. Enjoy oh. those FCC fines, guys. Couldn't have been and, and then I don't even think you guys went all the way through this. He left. <laughs> he left. <laughs> At the end of the thing, he's like, and that's it. I'm done. And he got up and he left. <laughs> well, for him, Nothing to lose. For him, I think he might actually be done. I don't know if it'll even be his choice. Well, he's, yeah. It was I don't think Bizarre. I don't think you can do that. Uh, Those are they, serious they, fines. They, no, they can't. They can't. Yeah. They can't hate it too much, though, because they reposted that video that that did have the bleeps in it. Yeah, they love so it there. They kind of like it. They love it. It's uh, a different city. Tom Brady officially filed his retirement papers to the NFL NFL PA, so he's done. Uh, Derek Jeter headed to Fox uh, baseball coverage on the television. Uh, they announced it in the pregame show. Jeter will be part of their studio coverage for the upcoming season. Not sure exactly what that means. Nobody but. was happier than A Rod. Did you see him? Had a jersey for him and everything. Oh my god! Uh, Nets lose to the Sixers on Saturday. I can't stand A Rod. I, I, well, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> he, uh, why though? If you're doing that, K's it, very, very tight. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he knows how much I love him. Why, why? Why would? Why does Derek Jeter really need to do this? He's bored. Why? I, I think here's the thing. I think Derek Jeter might, and I'm not trying to be mean. He might not be very good at this. Uh, we'll, well see. Who, you got to yeah, give, you gotta mean, give opinions and such. So we'll see. Even if you thought you were good at it, though, like, do you need to do it? Well, Probably. need to do it is, is one thing, but it, what happens is he's just not good. Yeah. He could be bad at that. I think RJ's right. I think he's bored. Yeah. Uh, Nats lose the have, Sixers. Like, four young kids? Yeah. He's got uh, three, I think. Mikael Bridges made his debut 23 points. Also had this to say, but he, keep in mind, he plays in Brooklyn. Had, had this to say about his, uh, his new city he plays in. I mean, I love being in New York. I love playing at MSG. You know, Barclays... I remember playing Barclays in college as well. So I also, I also, I love Bar- the Garden and the other place. Fine, Barclays is cool. <laughs> uh, good find by Raymond. Santiago. I love him on the. I love him on the Knicks. 
Uh, oh, Bridges? He's a good he's player. He's a great I think, player. I think all his former teammates on the Knicks would love to have him, too. He's a really good player. Is he, is he the, Vo- the Nova Bridges? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wanted him and I wanted Jalen Brunson that draft. Now it's like, I don't know about that, Jalen Brunson. Well, you got Brunson and you got Hart. Those you, guys, you wonder why that team won a title. Yeah, those guys are all tight, too. Yeah. Still, they were tweeting at each other over the weekend. Uh, busy weekend for the, the Rottingers. Friday, Vladimir Tarasenko, the new, the new toy, scores in his Rangers debut. Rangers beat the Kraken 6-3, their fourth straight win. Then on Saturday, they get their fifth straight win. Our Temi Panarin scores how many goals, Dave? Four. Four goals. Rangers score six. They trip up the Carolina Hurricane 6-2. Uh, you know who was not thrilled about the Tarasenko trip? I know, I know, who, I know. Who, Rick? Go ahead. Patrick Kane. Yeah, yeah. he said it's not he the wanted ha- to be a Ranger. He said it's not the happiest I've ever been to hear about a trade. Uh, a lot of interest in becoming a Ranger. That won't happen. we got some room on the island if he wants to. Sounds like over. the hip is not right, though. Yeah, yeah, it's not. A lot of people are telling him to just uh, get get right and then just be a free agent next year. But by, by the way, you, you bury this this Carolina win. Carolina was the hottest team in hockey. They'd won Second seven best games record in a row. Week. Did I bury it? I, I think know. it was buried. We're still talking about it. Carolina's awesome. Uh, who might the Rangers trade for, Jacob Truba? Yeah. We're going to trade for more Russians. I can feel it. <laughs> it's working out for you. Uh, not a great weekend for the aforementioned Isles, losing OT to the Canadians, who are not very good. That Devils, was mean of me. I'm sorry. Canadians it was. Stink. Devils lose to the Minnesota Wild, 3-2 in a shootout. Uh, Scotty Scheffler wins the Waste Management Open. There was a lot going on there over the weekend. A streaker, some, some real... Do you watch? Has anyone? Have you guys seen the video? When they open up the gates? How crazy that is? These lunatics run in. Shooter McGavin, the actor that plays Shooter yeah. McGavin, is being—he's tre- treated like royalty at this event. <laughs> That's the kind of event it is. He—he's—they ride him around in a golf cart. He gets to sit up on the 18th green, up in, up in like the best seat possible. Like this—that's what kind of event this is. Uh, uh, Tiger Woods playing golf next weekend at the Genesis, so he'll be back. Uh, top. The, this tournament. Yep. Top team in the land of men's college hoops. Purdue, they lose to unranked Northwestern. That's not great. I watched that game yesterday. Did North you Northwestern's first ever win over the number one team in the country. Yep. Previously 0-19 against... So, uh, so the head coach Northwestern, Chris Collins, your best weeping, friend. weeping after the game. Uh, rightfully so. Uh, and Dave, finally, uh, your buddy... What's up, Ebro? He was actually the voice of oh, the yeah, promo. Oh, yeah, he was the voice. I was going to ask that. The promo for halftime for Rihanna for Apple Music. Really? Yeah, yeah you, you don't know these things. This is your close RJ, friend. What's RJ, up, Ebro? Call, call Peter right now so Dave can say congratulations to Ebro. <laughs> call him on his phone right What's now. What's up, Ebro? I didn't know that. I didn't watch that. Had I watched the halftime, no, I might have known that. It was the promo coming back How from break. How do you not watch the halftime? Because I I, there was so oh. many things I could get done. First of all, and you missed really, something very really, important. I, I'll, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. A, I was despondent. I was I was yelling at everybody in the house. Sherry's like, I got I got the nachos. I was like, I don't want nachos now. I was just I was in a really bad way. You thought it was it was all Philly. You thought I thought it was going to be all Philly. And then I was like, let me just walk the dogs. So I walked the dogs, and I'm like, well, I got time for a shower. I took a shower, and then I went to punish myself. So I made a uh, probably a probably a six scoop uh, bowl of ice cream. That's nice. What kind of ice cream? Uh, I I went vanilla chocolate with some chocolate sauce and some whipped cream. Wow, that's nice. the calories. Now, now, what would have I took happened the day. if if Sherry? See, I would have had a ton of respect for Sherry if she did this. If she had a cheesesteak waiting for you, like, hey, how about a cheesesteak <laughs> craft then? <laughs> would you have smashed the cheesesteak on the ground? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have, I, I would have thrown it away. <laughs> I would have been so angry at her. She would never do that, though. Yeah. 
I don't think she would. She uh, yelled at me last night. She's like, this is why I don't like watching games with you. She's like, you're crazy. I think that's right. I uh, went nuts. And uh, lastly, happy birthday to... Don LaGreca! Don LaGreca. Happy birthday, Don. That is Sim, driven by Ramsey Mazda. It's the experience of driving a new Mazda and buying a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Uh, for the ones who get it done, Granger offers very... Me high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by. How old would you guess Don LeGrec is today? 53. No, he's older than that. 54. No, older. 56. No, <laughs> now you've gone one too high. 55. 55. Double nickels for Donnie today. Dubby. He looks good. He looks He looks very good. I don't love the beard. That's just me, but I think he looks Spending great. Spending his birthday in Vancouver. There's nice places in Vancouver. Oh, he went from Carolina to Vancouver? Flew with the team. Really? Look yep. at him. So he's, lap got, of luxury. He's, he's got something else going on, huh? A lap he's, just of hang, luxury. he's just hanging out in Vancouver. He's, he's tra- traveling with let's, let's, let's not bury the lead that Dave wasn't asked to do play-by-play. How about that? Terrible. What do you want but me to do? Dave they wasn't. Think a, you're a hack. I, I, they were going for people who were under contract already. I, Dave could have signed. Listen, Vic Fangio signed, signed a one-day contract. He was signed what a one, what one was day that deal. about? The Vic Fangio thing. What was that about? What do you mean? We talked about it. Did you not hear us talk yes, about it for yes, like five but minutes? It just, it just kills me. It's ridiculous. I've never, I've never heard anything like that before, with coaches. I don't like. I don't like that at all. Uh, the smart, fact though. that I wasn't even a thought that no one could do the game, and they didn't even think to, to ask me. Let me hear your goal call. No, I won't do it. Now. No, let me hear one of you. No, I want to hear a Panarin goal call. No, nope, won't do it. Tarasenko's got the puck in the corner. Let me hear it. No, won't, I won't do it. What do you mean you won't do it? Maybe I'm not going to do it. Do I'm, it not, well, I'm not going to let them know what they missed. No, this could, this could be an audition. Right? It's no, an audition I won't do it. I will not do it. To hell you with do them. The, you do the. Uh, you do you the play do the play. I'll do the. I'll do the color. Think of it like the soccer. You know, because no, you'll do the color. You jump all over me. Oh, Pele, Ronaldo. You know how you think Gunley's feeling this morning. I haven't. Oh. I haven't. You think Gunling's in, in, in a good mood this morning? I haven't checked in with Gunling. Call nasty, Andrew. Send him a nasty text right now. See how he how he I, responds. I won't do that. Why? Because I that's that's nasty. Do it for the show. I will. I will not. I I feel like that's mean, and I won't do it. He didn't do it to me after the the Eagles hammered the Giants, and I will not do it to him. He sent me the naked offensive line on my birthday. Why don't you do it then? Send him the crying eagle. Send him the yeah, I, crying I gave eagle. you the crying eagle. Why don't you copy, paste, send that crying eagle to him? Can you please? do that on your stinky droid? Com- compliments of Dave? Is that what you want me to no, do? No, I won't do it. You do it. Why do I don't have to be the bad guy well, here. I just put love DNR. Yes. We, I can't do that to th- him. Thinking of you. I can't do that to I'll him. Love the show. Him. You guys have no sack. I will send it to him right now. All right. Great. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. No uh, Fly Eagles Fly today, Santiago. You can't find that one? I mean, would you like me to play it? I think maybe for the last segment we, we come with a little Fly Eagles Fly. We could do fly. that. We could do that. And maybe we change the words to Cry Eagles Cry today. They are crying. Oh, they really are. How about... Tyrion, especially. I still can't believe that guy had a breakdown on live television. A nervous breakdown. I saw it last night. I was like, oh my God. I'm telling you, he's an excellent actor. He knows where the cameras no, are and no, he knows no. what to he's do. He's talking about Michael Barkan. Oh, You're that guy. Did, did something no. happen last night that affected your hearing? You talking about, no, you said that guy. About you, not me. So I thought you were talking about Sirianni because I said Sirianni. Oh, no. No, the guy, the, the reporter that had the breakdown. The breakdown. That but, probably but, is Rick, not a gotta, reporter you anymore. See the video. Like they're set up right in front of the. They're, they're on location, I believe. And then he but walks they weren't off? in like a studio. They were, no, they were no, at, they, they were on a set. They were mm-hmm. on a set. It was like a, a panel of. It's not just him alone on some like public access show. It's it's like five guys sitting on a set, and he went crazy. And then at the very end, he's like, "That's it, I'm done." And he starts to get up and leave. I kind of respect it. So passionate. I, I kind of love it too. I kind of respect it. I feel that's like that's I could, how I would. I that's how nev- I would. I could react. never do it. By ever, the way, Empire ever. Empire State Building lit up in red. That's fine. I'm fine. The, the, it's already a fraud building. That building's dead to all of us. All of I mean, the MoMA, way above. The RJ did a whole roast on on architecture and buildings now. I think, yeah, that's right. He brought the bean into it. I'll I tell <laughs> you what, I like the bean more than I like the Empire State oh, wow. Building. That's a bold statement. Yeah. You don't even know where the bean is. Chicago. <sighs> it's not the first time he's been told that. Uh, I mean, on, on it. Really? What? What? As if you didn't know that was coming. Nope, don't put your surprise face on. You're, you're, you're 230 amazing. calories, by the way. Tea and egg bites, 230. Thank you for that. Uh, I'll have that tomorrow in another wager that you, you've lost to me. Yeah, luckily for me that your, your shipping order won't be in for months. <laughs> we got we to gotta expedite this thing. Are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? You know what that is? It's gross. It's gross. Inflation, lame. Crying at the gas station, lame. Overpaying for razors. Lame. Lame. That's why Dollar Shave Club, that's why it even exists. With Dollar Shave Club, you get a top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. They've been hawking shaving products for years online, and they're excited to bring you the same great quality and low prices at a store near you. Find Dollar Shave Club in the men's razor aisle. Get your Dollar Shave Club razor wherever you want. Epic razors, epically affordable. Let's go to Rob in the car. Good morning, Rob. You're on 9870 SPN. Oh. 
Happy day, Giants fans. I'm a Jets fan, but I'm so happy to see the Eagles suffer in misery. Because everybody hates the Eagles. Everybody hates the Eagles. Oh, yeah, I think even the Pope hates the Eagles. Anyway, Rick and Dave, here's, here's the problem I had with, with one, one particular play, and I forgot who the, um, who the guy was on the Eagles who uh, caught the ball two feet down, and then the um, Kansas City defensive player hit him. Miles Sanders, said, the running back, Miles yeah, Sanders. Yeah, Sneed hit him. Can, what do you guys think, in your opinion? Isn't that, wouldn't that, if that was the same play, and he caught the ball on the sideline two feet down, he had control of the ball, it's a catch. But on the field. Different rules. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. We discussed it earlier That's in the show. We, bo- we both thought that was a catch. Yeah, by the sideline. If, I mean, if he catches, if, if that same play happens to the sideline, gets two feet in, and then survives the ground, it's a catch. Different rules when you're in the field of play. The rule is he has to make a football move, and they said that it happened too quick. He didn't make a football move. Pereira seemed pretty confident immediately that that was not going to be a a, a a call that stands up. That that was it was, be so, it was so bang bang. But I thought he caught again. I did too. He, he had the ball in his arms, and he had control of the ball. He had right. one two feet down, and he turned up field. To me, I, I mean, to me, that's a catch. Yeah. But he didn't have time because it happened so fast, and Snead just buried him that Great he didn't hit. have time to make a move. It's a big. That's a big play, though. That's a huge play. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's another touchdown for the for the Chiefs' defense, who was not great, but I guess opportunistic would be the the thing to say. Well, that's it, it, man. They scored. I mean, they scored a touchdown. That's right. Uh, that was the only turnover of the game, correct? Yeah, that was the only turnover. They had one. It wasn't even really a sack. I mean, it was uh, Hertz ran it, and then for a, for a yard loss, so they counted it as a I sack. But that believe. was the big. That was the big deal for me, man. The big takeaway for me is that the Eagles front four, not only did they not get to Mahomes, for the most part, they didn't even get near Mahomes during that game. It was the offensive line for Kansas City. We talk about stepping up. They were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. I'm telling you, man, this Kansas City team, the fact that this was supposed to be a bridge year, how are they going to figure it out with Tyreek Hill, and they end up winning the Super Bowl is with a quarterback that's on one leg. It really is. Down 10 points at halftime. And they're secondary, very young. Very young. Jalen Hurts has a great game. Really good game. Yeah, but their Smith, defense was Smith bad. Brown, Here's the thing. Their defense was awful. No, I, I know. And that's supposed to be, I mean, that's one of the big strengths of their team. Right. We talked about for weeks on end coming into this, into this game and into the games prior that they are the most complete team. Well, no. I mean, they weren't. I'm not even joking with you. The second I made our our picks on Friday and I made the pick, I didn't make I, I didn't feel good making it. And then I went to the K show and they asked me again and I made the pick again and actually said I don't feel great about it. Well, I don't know and how you could whole, feel great. I mean, it was a it was a very tightly contested game and you thought it would no, be. but but I, like I had myself talked into like why would you do that? I think the, I mean the Eagles and I'm going up and down through it all and then the stupid thing comes out with our you know what food you like and everything else and every single person at I the couldn't station, believe that. I, I was, was like, stunned oh, by that. No. And then we're getting chirped on Twitter. Like, look at you dummies all picking the Chiefs. And everybody on Fox picked the everybody. Eagles. Everybody. Even Strahan picked the Eagles. All of them. Well, maybe we know a little something they don't know. Yeah, why don't you waddle over here, fatty? Oh, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> I mean, the guy, first of all, you're at national television, and you say to the Super Bowl winning coach, hey, big guy. Hey, big guy, why don't you waddle your way over here? Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. (laughs) And then he he laughs at his own joke knowing it's inappropriate. (laughs) See what I did to him? Waddle with the big Andy Reid, the walrus.
All right, let's break. 1-800-919-3776. We'll do a little fly, Eagles, fly. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Eagles cry on the road to losing in the Super Bowl. Eagles cry. Touchdown, one, two, three, but allow more. Hit him low, hit him high. Watch our Eagles cry. Cry, Eagles cry. On the road to losing in the Super Bowl again. Nice. Well done. Well done, boys. You are in your element today. Oh, this is this this show built for me. This is such a better alternative, though, to, to them winning and Dave being a disaster. I was going to send a text to the group saying, like, listen, I'm going to take the day. If I had to be here, you had to be here. No, I don't know. I don't, You're not taking days. I would have taken the day. I would. Here's what I would have done. Okay? I would have gotten into bed right after the game. No post game. No waddling. None of that. Right into bed. Watched a, a non-sports show for three, four hours and just slept all day. That depressed, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not even kidding with you. Like I have real issues. That's that I take it very seriously. I mean, for the Eagles to be on the on the top of the mountain for the second time in six years, not good for me. It's good enough for anybody. But even even worse for me. Yeah, well, worse for you because you're crazy. But I mean, I'm sitting because right, I'm disturbed, and this is a team that I. But I think Santiago would have been really upset by this. Yeah, but I think he, I, I would have dealt with it. Yeah, but Santiago, you're not to blame for the first Super Bowl. If Dave hadn't mocked Gunling when Wentz went down, none of this would ever happen. It's a fair point. Did you uh, text Andrew Gunling? I did. No response. No, he's he's never going to respond to you. I sent him crying eagle with uh, love DNR. Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> you really you're taunting the poor guy. Let, let's go to, um, ooh, we can go down to Georgia and bring in Rodney in Savannah. Good morning, Rodney. How you doing? Hey, good, good. Hey, guys. Great day. Um, Two quick points. Uh, Sirianni, did you guys not notice when, that, when they was talking about that Smith catch that Jalen Hurts had to check him? Yeah. I yeah, he, mean, was po- like, he was pointing to the Kansas City defense. He wanted the he wanted yeah. the Chiefs to go back to uh, d- to like the fifteen yard line where he thought the ball was going to be. Yeah, yeah, but he's acting up, and your quarterback got to shut you down. And another thing, um, Fagnola for uh, KC isn't this like his fourth Super Bowl win as a defensive coordinator? Well, he won one with the Giants. I and thought he won two with the Giants. No, I don't think he was the defensive coordinator on the second. No, it was Perry Fuel. Yeah, it was not on the second team. So he won one with okay. the Giants. Because remember, I think then he went to leave for the Rams. He was definitely on the Eagles staff when they played the Patriots the first time. Oh, was he? He was on the staff. He, I but don't he, think was he was not the defensive no, coordinator. No, it was Jim So Johnson, I think this I is his third as defensive coordinator. I wow. believe. Okay. Still pretty solid. I'm, I'm, He's terrific. Yeah, I'm, I was just wondering. I'm like, this guy's got three Super Bowl wins as defensive coordinator, like, and I've just never heard anybody talk about him. No, we've talked know, about that, him a lot. No, he's got, a, he's got, a, and thanks for the call, Rodney. He's gotten a lot of discussion. But I mean, well, first, first of all, you don't look at that game yesterday and say to yourself, "Boy, the Chiefs' defense was really good." No, but I, I mean, you could point to that play as one of the biggest plays of the game. 
the fumble scoop and score was huge. Yeah, but that Humongous. was yeah, Jalen Hurts. How do you how do you drop that ball? Uh, listen, I have nothing. It to wasn't even to touched. J- no, nothing to say negative about Jalen Hurts today. He was great, yesterday. except for that one play. That's it. That was that was his only bad play. He yeah, you're right though. You put up thirty. I mean, and it was a true thirty five points. Right, it was not yeah. aided by defense. There was no turnovers. No. It was all legitimate long fields. Thirty five points. You should win the game. Right, thirty five points goes throws for over three hundred rushes for seventy three rushing touchdowns. Surprised he didn't run the ball more in the second half. Two so he conversion. ran for three touchdowns and threw for two. I threw for one. And the other one was what a, a run from the one he threw was to AJ Brown, which was a dime. Oh, what a good throw that was! It's Although the defensive back throw. was kind of like wandering. Yeah, McDuffie got all turned around. He was right there. But A.J. Brown did a good job of adjusting to it. Well, it was a good throw, and he's a great receiver. Let's go to T.J. Staten Island. Good morning, T.J. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, two quick questions. My first question is, leading into the game, everybody talked about keeping keep away from uh, Jalen Hurts and company. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts and company did that with KC by draining the clock. Did, did Nick Sirianni not trust his defense? And second question is, does Steve Spagnuolo go down as the best D.C.? In Super Bowl, going four and one in the Super Bowls. Well, how is he four and one as as the DC? I'm confused by that. First, he he's, he has two with the Giants, and he has no. Two he does not. He was the, not the defensive coordinator in the, the 2011 team. Oh, okay. I thought he was. All right, so no. he goes three and one. So is he at least in the top five for that category? I I, I don't know. I, he's a very good defensive mind. I would agree with that. I don't know and where I'd have him now, ranked. In regards to the. Nick Sirianni thing, do you think that he did not trust his secondary, especially that Jamar Chase came out and said that their secondary was suspect and uh, CMC said the same thing about them? Yeah, you know, the Niners able... were really spot on, huh? Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't Jamar Chase that said that. It was Debo Samuel. And Brandon Ayuk. And, and Robbie Gold. And George Kittle kind of a little bit. Yeah. The, the, the Niners feel, and it, you can't say they're wrong, the Niners feel like if they were fully healthy for that game, they would have won. That's what they feel like. That's and right. They f- and they have some sour grapes, and they're angered by it, and, th- and they took that out on saying the Eagles are not that great, and their defense is trash, and you know what? They were not wrong. Um, they were not wrong. Half, second half, they were not wrong, no. They were, they were awful in the second half. Yeah, but something happened at halftime, man, because they came out, the Chiefs came out, and put it on the Eagles' defense. Because Kansas City really established the run in the second half. Yeah, they I went for almost 120. the entire complexion of the game. Almost 120. Patrick Mahomes had a couple big runs in the second half. D- uh, finally, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster got going in the second half. I mean, hell, they outscored the Eagles 24-11 in the second half. Yeah, they re- uh, 24 points. And it could have easily, if they wanted it to be, it would have been 28-11. to All right, Raymond, your time. Today's three stars, number three. Once and for all, Rick, did you have a Super Bowl party this week? Uh, I did not, know. He did. Mm. He went to one. He went to one. Uh, Took yeah, part in last one. Sec- last oh, second. Last second. All right. Last second, I don't know. You 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 made the offer, and then it didn't happen, and there were sandwiches made. I don't know. We'll have to revisit this. I don't know. I'll have a party for you guys at some point. No, just stop it. You never will. We let, let's just call it like it is. We're work friends. No, stop it. Uh, that's what we are. We're work friends. Work friends only. Number two. I mean, Dave has made this clear. He's not a hateable guy. If you met him, you would not hate him. I hate him. Not. I, I, and you know what? Next time you talk, <laughs> tell him I hate him, please. He's a hateable guy. He's I also, hate him. He's also an Academy Award-winning worthy actor. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. Wow. Tears on command. Meryl Sirianni. Sirianni. Great, great actor. <laughs> Number one. I mean, on that note, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Big guy. Uh, let me get the big guy in here. 
Come on, waddle over here. (laughs) (laughs) Waddle over while we bathe in the tears of Philadelphia. Oh, the tears of unfathomable sadness. Mm, Yummy. Yummy, you guys. Enjoy. All right. Very well done, Raymond. It's Rule 76. No excuses. Plague a champion. It's DPH Rotherberg. Cry, Eagles, cry. Uh, 9870 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.